Hey you guys and welcome to Money Mornings with Michael. Today is October 17th, 2022 and we are happy to have you here for another episode and let me just wish you all a very happy Monday. We hope your weekend was great. I actually had my birthday yesterday which I mentioned last week but I turned 28 and the funny thing with that is I mentioned a couple weeks ago that I actually had thought I already was 28 and I thought I was turning 29. So I am now officially 28, which I think I had been thinking I was that for quite a while. It's a nice even number, but hooray, I am officially that age now. We had a nice family breakfast, went to church, and then went out to lunch at a crepe place. And then I also got my free Starbucks drink, which was, and this is something that I would recommend if you are looking for fun drinks to try, but it's a vanilla bean cream frappuccino with no whipped cream and pumps of mocha, just the standard amount of pumps when it comes to the mocha. It tastes like a chocolate malt. So if you are one that likes chocolate malts, then this drink will be for you. It also has no caffeine. So if you're looking for a nice afternoon treat or for maybe for your kids and they can't have caffeine yet or you need to be going to bed pretty soon, then hooray, this is a great one. We're also gonna celebrate this coming Friday with the whole family and we'll have a nice family dinner and do all of that. So the week will continue, but I did have a good day yesterday and it was a lot of fun. And for our chickens, yes, I haven't actually talked about our chickens in forever, but we do have some exciting news. They are officially six months today and like two days ago, maybe three days ago, they had their first egg. Well, one of them had their first egg and we think it's begonia because she is much more developed than the rest. Her comb is huge which is the the gobble wobble on top of their head it's called a comb and then the the gobble part underneath their mouth hers is huge as well so we do think she's the most developed so we probably think it was her egg and as of today we've had two eggs so far so that is super exciting and i think the others will be there to follow coming up shortly but overall they are starting to get a bit friendlier as we take them out each day and handle them we try to make sure we hold each and every one of them and they are supposed to get friendlier around this time, which is six months when they're going through puberty. And Begonia, actually, when my mom walks up to her, would do this weird like squat thing where they kind of like <laughs> chicken wings, put their arms out and squat down. And that is normally what they would do when it comes to roosters so that they could jump on them and mate to have babies. So it means that, yes, she is in like heat or puberty or that time of her life when she can be having eggs. So it would make sense that it was her. But when it comes to humans, that is also like a way that you can pick them up. And I don't know, it's not that they're submissive or subservient, but it is kind of along those lines of they recognize that you are the leader of them. So in that regard, I guess you could say my mom is the rooster. And when I'd watch videos about that, that's what they mentioned too. They're like, it means you are the rooster. So push down on their back and then you can pick them up. But that should also go into those feelings of them becoming more friendly to all of us and really liking their time outside of their coop, which prior to this, it was kind of like you'd open the gate and they would just kind of look at you and then one would hop out and it would take forever. Nowadays, they all seem to be running out. So that is fun to see. And I think it'll be a lot of fun as they keep having eggs. The only thing is they aren't laying them or she isn't laying them, Begonia, because I'm pretty sure it's her. She isn't laying them in the little hutch you know the little stall that they have we have three stalls that they can go in and lay their eggs in peace that have little walls and a bunch of fluff for them to lay the egg on and she just like drops it from the perch 
onto the fluff on the ground, which is only a few inches and the eggs haven't cracked or anything, but very odd to be like, wow, we have this exact spot for you to go so that you can lay your egg in peace and they haven't learned how to do that. So hopefully that's something that she will learn eventually. Or maybe we need to look at videos of how to teach your chicken how to go in the place where they're supposed to go. <laughs> because on in that place, the stalls, we have a little door that opens, a root, the roof opens on the other side, so you can easily go in and grab the egg for when we would consume them. As of now though, we are just putting, we've put the two eggs in a carton and we're just gonna keep collecting them. I think until there's enough for us to have like at least eggs for one person because these first eggs are itty bitty and pretty small so it'll take a while and that's to be expected but it'll take a while for them to be the standard egg size that they should be okay and for my car if you'll remember last week i was saying oh i'm hoping so bad that they'll call me today i'm expecting their call it's been over a day as of today like that would have been the day when they should have called me but what i didn't realize until after i finished recording editing posting and getting on with the day was that it was columbus day last week which means it was a holiday which means i did not get the call so that was like oh my goodness even though technically they're sticking to their standard of getting back to me within that one business day it's like oh man why is this happening where every other thing that could pop up is popping up so i didn't hear from my adjuster on monday but I did on Tuesday, it was right when I was trying to take a nap and I had been putting my phone on the sound because I did not want to miss the call because it was super hard to ever get in touch. Like if I needed to call back, impossible, I'd have to leave a message and then, you know, you're just playing phone tag. So I had my phone on and right when I was falling asleep, I got the call and I was like, hello, yes, yes, thank you for calling. And she was super nice, very kind, it was a big help. But as expected, the car was considered a total loss and I think it's funny how we say like I totaled the car or the car was totaled, but they're so proper and they're like, it has been considered a total loss. I'm like, oh, wow. It just sounds more depressing and much more like, whoa, okay. But if I had kept the car, they would give me 4,500. But if I gave them the car, released it to them, then they would give me 5,800. So really it was not a hard decision. She was like, you can take a couple days and think about it if you want. I was like, nope, can I just tell you now, I'll take the 5,800. <laughs> you can take the car because if you remember, it would have been $11,000 to fix it plus 99 days. So at least three months, but really it would have been much longer than that. Customers I work with in the morning, they work at car shops and they've told me parts are so hard to come by and they've had customers for months still waiting to get something really simple fixed on their car. And the lady agreed with me too when I shared that. I was like, yeah, this probably works out better because I don't actually think it would have taken three months. And she said she had people waiting from February and March of this year. We're now in October as I'm recording this. <laughs> and they were still waiting for their cars to get fixed because they couldn't get certain parts that they needed. Likewise, she was saying that people who are in accidents right now and needed their cars fixed, it was not estimated to get fixed till probably March of next year. So, wow. It was actually a very good thing that the car was considered a total loss. So it's it's very weird how that happens, but very cool also how that can happen. So on Wednesday, they came and towed my car away. And it was also good because Friday, we had to have the street cleared because they're doing street work. So really, I needed the car gone anyways, but it was sad to see it go. Overall though, I think it will work out for the best. 
and work itself out eventually. And if you're wondering, I did not get the gas out of the car. <laughs> yeah, it's very sad, but it was at like three quarters. So it wasn't a full tank, but you know, to me, that's a pretty full tank, but it happened so quick with them calling on Tuesday to then me clearing up the car Tuesday late afternoon to them picking it up Wednesday around lunchtime that I wasn't confident that even if I had gotten the tools, I would have been able to get the gas out just from the researching I'd done online as I shared last episode on the Monday mornings, how like, uh, I'm pretty sure BMW makes it purposely hard to siphon gas as a security feature to make sure that bad guys don't do that. So I wasn't even sure, like, even if I got the tool, which I'd probably get it from Amazon or somewhere online, it'd take a couple days to ship in, and then chances are it wouldn't work, and then I'd be stuck with a siphon gas pump that I don't really have a use for anymore. So that was one of those things, along with the car being a total loss, I'm like, well, there goes the gas that I had paid. $80. Boom. Gone. I think, though, the weirdest part and kind of funny part is that I paid $5,000 for it five years ago. In which case, during this time, it would have lost a lot of its value, but by totaling the car, I made $5,800 from it. So I made $800. Isn't that weird, right? That was so strange to me, and I wanted to tell the lady on the phone, but I'm like, oh, I don't want to say that because I don't want her to take the money away. But if I had tried to sell my car, which kind of every four to five years, it's a good idea to try to sell your car if you're trying to work your way up slowly but surely. I mentioned that last week as well. So that's what I'm going to try to do for whatever new car that I get, have it be four to five years older than or newer, <laughs> I guess it's so confusing when you start saying that newer than my 2004 BMW, but I couldn't have sold it for 5,800, probably just like two to three thousand which is sad because it's a very nice car so i think it was worth the 5800 <laughs> based on how nice it was inside besides that the whole front end was squished but very cool how that worked out and i'm not really sure how that works out on the insurance side of things because the car was not worth that much so i'm not sure how they can give me that money but the money's in my account so hopefully this week i'm going to start looking for a car i mean i've already been looking online at mostly Facebook Marketplace, I'd prefer to buy from a private seller just because car lots, ugh, I feel like they're full of just scammy salesmen and I just don't like dealing with those people and oh man, there's just so much that goes into it. And most of my cars, I think really all my cars that I've bought and that I've bought so far in my life, they have been from private sellers. So ideally that's the route I would go. But if not, because right now it is harder to find the cars that I'm looking for. So I think it is going to be initially trickier than I thought because I'm looking for, so I'm going to stay within the BMW family, but either a five series, which is a sedan, just like the car I had and had a total loss with, or an X series, most likely the X5, which is in their SUV line of cars. Though within that, I just have to make sure that whatever one I would get, if I go that route with the X series, that it has gasoline and not diesel because they're, I'm not sure which ones, but as I've been looking them up, probably half of them, when they say fuel type, it's like diesel. I'm like, oh no, 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 we are not getting into that. I do not want a diesel car right now. So I think I might have to go to a dealership if I'm not able to find them through private sellers because so far there haven't been a bunch but that's also something i just have to leave up to god and he can work that out for me right yeah okay so not gonna worry too much about that but it will be nice to eventually have a car again so that i can go to the pool and 
I don't know, I don't go that many places, but it is very weird to not have one and be like, oh, I don't have one. If I needed to go anywhere, I couldn't. Although, yes, my parents can let me borrow their cars and I've been borrowing my mom's van to get to the men's Bible study on Wednesday night. So thank you for that. <laughs> but we'll see. Okay, so next, let's jump into Coffee Up Cup and talk a little bit about that. I think one of the most exciting elements so far in the last few days is that we had our first member join our Facebook community called Always Brewing Coffee that I don't know, like that I don't personally know or haven't known in my life. And they're from Italy too, so I think that is even cooler. So it's very cool to see how someone found the group. And I'm not sure, you know, how they found us, but it could be from this podcast. So if you're listening, thank you. Thank you so much. But really, who knows? They could have found me just by searching coffee or brewing coffee. You know, that's kind of the point is hopefully it will attract people who like drinking coffee and maybe it will just be also from this podcast. So I don't really know, but it is exciting and I am even more excited for when we get more and more members that find us organically or really that are ones that I don't know because I think that is thrilling to be like, ooh, cool, new people. From there though, I did add my first video to the group about how much coffee you should be using in order to have good quality coffee. So you should check that out. It is gonna be a series of videos, I'm pretty sure, called Coffee Brewing Tips. Just tips and tricks here and there for the community. If you're looking to get the best cup of coffee, well, guess what? I brew coffee almost every single day of my life, so and I've been doing it for so many years. So I've got some great tips, some great tricks, things that are very simple, so it's not like it's mind-blowing or anything super fancy. But at the same time, a lot of people aren't using it, and that's why there is so much poor quality coffee consumed out there in the world. <laughs> so go and check it out. I also though created an Instagram page for the business yesterday on my birthday because I was like, well, I'll remember this forever. It'll make it super easy to remember. But I created the Instagram page and I'm getting that up and going. I have three posts on there so far. There's still a lot that has to come together overall for this business that is to come, this online brand but it appears as though I am on track with all of these things set up, kind of how I explained last episode of really working in these months before launching of building up different channels where we can build an audience, a community to get us ready for launching and having sales on that first day. Later on this week, I'm also hoping to create another blog post to add to that, so that will be fun. I didn't get a chance to do it last week, but I should have more availability for this coming week and overall, if you're able to join our community or on the different social accounts, please do. Or if you're not able to or you don't like coffee, which I know there is a group out there, then just sharing this information with your coffee-loving friends and family, that will be so helpful. It should be really fun for them to join. And you know, I think coffee is just one of those things that can really bring people together. And it's something people either completely love and are obsessed about and cannot live without or maybe it's not and they're a tea person or they just drink water, good old-fashioned water. <laughs> but regardless, thank you for getting the word out about that and if you could continue to do so, it will be so helpful. We'll have all the links down below in our show notes. And then to close, yeah, it is a bit of a shorter episode today. I thought it would be fun to share some of the next year goals I have now that I am officially one year older. You'll know most of them if you've been listening regularly to this podcast, so it will not really be a surprise, but it will be a nice way to document it as far as this podcast goes and to keep things nice and clear and concise. 
So I thought it would be fun to share with you and we can really see how things will go in this next year to see if year 28 will be the year that I can accomplish these things. But the first one, buy a new car and get driving again. It's been almost three weeks since I've been swimming, as I mentioned, and it's just something that, you know, I when I was looking through the paperwork for the total loss and the people that sent that, they said the insurance will check back in on my account in 30 days to see if I've added a new car to the policy. And if I haven't, then they will put my policy as being non-renewable and I can either cancel the policy, which yeah, of course I would do because I don't have a car, or I would just continue paying, which I've already paid in full for the year. So I'm not really even sure how that would work, but essentially I've got 30 days Let's go, let's find myself a new car. And as a side note, I do always think it is important and fun to make goals that you know you can accomplish. So you might be like, well, how can that be a goal? You know you're gonna do it. I'm like, yeah, of course. Of course I knew I would do it. I'm gonna put goals in front of me that I know I can hit because that's what you need to keep yourself going, to build up the momentum. So boom, that is my first goal for this year of 28. The second one is to start a new business in this coming year. And yeah, that's right. It's coffee up cup. So that's what I'm going to be working on. That one I think is, you know, probably from your perspective, you're like, that one is also easy, but really it is not going to be easy. It's going to be so much harder, I think, than even setting up this business, Fisher Philbrick. There's going to be a lot more money that's needed, a lot more bouncing around and really putting money into it without getting money out, which yes, I'm doing with this one, but this will be at a much higher rate. It'll be dealing with ads and customers and just a whole new realm of things that I have no idea about. So I think it will be a very big feat to actually go ahead and get this business started. I think it will be really fun and exciting at the same time. So not to say that it is all scary and doom and gloom, but it is a very big step that I would be taking. But I feel like so far, that's the direction that I should be headed in. So unless something happens in the next couple weeks slash months leading up to January, then for now, it seems like we're going to hit that goal and it'll just be up to everything that I'm building up now, how you guys are helping me out, participating, having fun along the way. It'll be all of that going into launching this business. So we'll see how that goes. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure I will be talking a lot about it on this podcast, but come next October, we'll see like, what did we do in this year? Did we get that business? How is the business doing? Well, it's gonna be super exciting. And then the last one, number three on my goals, this one is probably the most important and maybe even the hardest, which I know you're like, I thought it was getting harder and harder. Yeah, it is. And the business is hard, but I think this is even more important and even harder. And that is finding a wife. <laughs> my feelings right now are that I do need to make a business that can be making money before I get married, in which I think that this coffee brand is going to fit right within that and would fulfill that much quicker than this business. Ideally, this podcast and the business Fisher Philbrick would have been taking off much faster, would have been in a better spot. But realistically, I don't think even by next year, it'll be at a point where it can make money in the sense that I need it to, to live off of it and have additional income. It will be doing much better and be much bigger than it is now. Hooray, that will be exciting to see. But as far as making good money that I can put towards furthering the future and starting a family, I think that this coffee brand has the potential to do that, which is why I'm excited about it. But also, you know, as you're adding things up, like, oh man, so that one has to go right because I feel like <laughs> that that is what is going to lead me to finding a wife, getting married, 
getting a place of our own, having kids, you know, boom, boom, boom kicking off all of these things. So I do have a good feeling that this year will start to bring everything together towards pushing me into that next phase of life in, as I mentioned, having my own family first with a wife and shortly after with a lot of kiddos. Kids, yeah, I wanna have kids. I initially wanted to get married this coming summer of 2023 since I don't wanna to have to wait a whole nother summer to get there. You know, I don't wanna wait a whole nother year. I think that is something that always annoys me so much when people are like, we're engaged. Okay, when are you getting married? A year and a half. I'm like, why? Why are you waiting so long? Or we have to wait another year. And don't worry, we're going to put all this time into planning it. Yeah, weddings are a lot and there are a lot to plan, but they are not that much. You don't need a year just to find that perfect date to get back to summer. But at the same time, I do think summer is a good season to get married within. It's what everyone in my family has done so far. So I want to keep it within that. So my impatient self is like, I don't want to have to wait a whole nother year to get married. So we got to make it for this summer, <laughs> which is cutting it pretty close for that to work now. This was when I initially thought that was a couple months ago. I'm like, perfect. It's about a year out. You know a person for that amount of time. Most things that I've seen recently in some accounts that I follow are as you get older, you don't need as much time to figure out if that person is going to be the one for you. When you're younger, yeah, you probably will. You're still growing up. You're still figuring things out in life. But at this point, especially in my life, I am pretty set on the things I'm looking for, where I want to go, what I want to do in life. So that alone should make it so much easier to find the right person. At the same time, it makes it so much harder if you didn't know because so many people don't even hit the baseline of what I'm looking for. <laughs> so, I mean, that's kind of the bad part. But I do think once I find that person, it will be very clear to me. And the at least one account that I had been following said he knew in about six months that, boom, they were going to get married. Shortly after they planned the wedding, they got married. So they didn't wait forever. So I do hope that is what it will be for me. I think it will be. So that's how I'm like, well, it's pretty close because at this point, if we got married in the summer, we wouldn't have known each other <laughs> for even a full year. But at the same time, who knows? That could happen. God could make that happen. It could still happen. And man, wouldn't that be awesome? What a crazy story to be like, here I was in October being like, I want to get married by next summer, not knowing my wife, not knowing who she is, where she comes from, what's going on. But like, okay, let's go. Let's try and make this happen. All in all though, you know, you don't know what is going to happen. And I think that is kind of the fun part of life and this journey you're on, whether it's in your business or your own personal life, as I have kind of repeated throughout a lot of these episodes. I do think it'll be super fascinating and exciting though to see how all of these goals play out and unfold, whether I can get there or what it looks like in getting there, because you can still get somewhere, but how I'm thinking I'm going to get there is probably going to be a lot different than how I will actually get there. So I think that's kind of fun and like, okay, let's see. Let's go all in and figure out if we can do this and how it will unfold. And I do hope that you can stick there with me and be there with me for the journey. I think it'll be so fun and encouraging just to hear how I'm hitting things head on with all that I can, taking these giant leaps and like risks of like, okay, I don't really know, but I'm going to spend my house money, which was supposed to get me housed with my wife, to put it towards a business that I can think make money faster than this current business that I started. So within a year and a half or so, starting two businesses while also working a part-time job, giving up the money that should have been there to start this job so that I can make money to then get married, have a wife, buy a house. 
<laughs> and go through all of this. It just sounds insane and so ridiculous. So I do think it will be very exciting and something that we can all take part in together. And I hope that you can create some of these goals in your own life. Create things that you think, yeah, you can hit them because that is so important. A podcast I was listening to the other day went into the details of like all the chemicals in your brain that get activated when you accomplish goals that you have set out that your brain and the chemicals don't know how easy or hard they were, but just the fact that you are going through and accomplishing these things, it tells your brain like, good job, let's keep doing this, let's do more. On the flip side, if you are giving yourself things you can accomplish, it is going to tell that chemical, no, do not give them that. Don't try new things. Don't do these goals. Don't, you know, you're training yourself to not go forward when that is not what we want, you guys. No. So take the time to come up with some of these for yourself. I've got mine set out for this next year, and I hope you do too. Thanks, as always, for listening. I hope that you all have a great week ahead of you. Just remain positive, optimistic. We don't have a business conversation this week, and really, I don't have any lined up, which is so odd to say and be like, normally I am like hustling as hard as I can to try to find other businesses. I'm messaging so many people, but kind of this week, I just haven't had that within me. So I'm not really sure what that means or what that will look like, but I will tell you, we will have a business conversation. No, a business segment <laughs> this Thursday. So you will be hearing my lovely voice yet again this coming Thursday. And from there, I'm not really sure, but if you know any businesses that want to be interviewed, send them my way. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll be talking to you all very soon. Mm -hmm.